Hello everyone and a very warm welcome to all of you into my channel A to Z Therapy with Smriti. This is your host Smriti Sikta Mishra. I am an occupational therapy and clinical psychology student. So come, join me on my journey of becoming a therapist and let's learn together. Uh, so tell me more about uh, your experience with uh, other kind of treatment modalities because uh, you had the experience with uh, allopathy and uh, the surg- surgery you had uh, with uh, the Amri Hospital of hip replacement was also a miracle of the modern medicine. Uh, so what your experience with homeopathy and other st- uh, uh, pathies uh, practiced in India for ankylosing spondylitis? Yeah. I will tell you that uh, I will suggest you not to go to those kind of uh, treatments for this because that will not properly treat you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will that may suppress your uh, suppress your symptoms, but mm-hmm. this disease is <clears throat> disease cannot be treated with medicine or anything. It can mm-hmm. only be suppressed or can aside with the help of uh, yoga and uh, exercises and <clears throat> physical activities okay. you cannot uh, fully recover from this uh, with the help of any kind of medicine that will only mm-hmm. suppress your symptoms and mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes medicines will help you to improve your uh, your uh, quality of life but you mm-hmm. cannot be with those medicines and hmm. many of the medicines which I had taken uh, hmm. that have adversely affected my immune system. Hmm. Uh, I was taking a medicine of, uh, um, uh, sorry, Ayurvedic. And uh, mm-hmm. that medicine made my body uh, body <clears throat> such that I was not responding to any kind of medicine, any kind of different uh, medicine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, it may be allopathy or homeopathy or any kind of medicine. Okay. I was immune to all kind of uh, which drugs he was mixing in that medicine. I was not aware. Uh, or <clears throat> in 2015, I went for electroacupressure. Yeah. That doctor suggested me to stop that medicine as it was um, giving me relax in relaxation in just 30 minutes mm-hmm. so he suggested me that must be a drugs or steroid mm-hmm. so which will affect my liver and uh, kidney soon yeah. so yeah. at that time i uh, stopped using that mm-hmm. yeah uh, but uh, it was a great yeah yeah it was a great piece of advice uh, and experience sharing from chinmay so the audience must uh, underline this point that uh, what happens in India that we have everything available just at our doorstep. Uh, we need to just go and uh, have a look on it and uh, we are there. For example, we have uh, costly and corporate big hospitals. We have government hospitals. We have quacks practicing. We have small physicians having their own clinics. We have new uh, tech giants like Amazon and Apple coming in future in the healthcare sector. So what the patients uh, must understand is that uh, don't run behind uh, good advertisements and uh, good sayings and uh, all that. 
just uh, have a look uh, on the physician's background and uh, the patients they are treating and have a uh, recheck and uh, look on the kind of treatment he is doing just like chinma underlined that uh, how can somebody or some drug give a relaxation for a inflammatory condition in just 30 minutes it means that something unusual is being done with his body so that might be a steroid or some kind of drug which should not be used so that's a very common practice in india so i must uh, tell you guys that uh, you must uh, have a great look on it and uh, i guess that chinmay you come out of this uh, vicious uh, cycle very early that was a great thing because i see patients suffering from this kind of vicious cycle moving on chinmay can you tell uh, me more about uh, your experience yeah uh, a big disclaimer here because uh, a lot of uh, uh, listeners uh, might be having a good uh, um influence about uh, ayurveda and homeopathy uh, see i am not here a person to comment about any kind of pathy everybody is practicing medicine and in their own field what i uh, support is that it should be evidence based and uh, it should be legalized and uh, it should be practiced by somebody who is who has got a proper license and as well as the medicines are perfect and uh, not something like quackery and some kind of medications put into some kind of podia or something like that so that is a very common practice in india so just stay away guys from that kind of uh, quackery and stuff and uh, support evidence based medicine be it homeopathy be it ayurveda be it uh, yoga always support evidence based uh, that's what uh, i will suggest moving on well thank you so much uh, for great pieces of advice from both of you uh, well my next question to chinmay sir would be uh, so, uh, you started suffering when was it that you started really suffering uh, more due to uh, ankylosing spondylitis in 2015 uh, my uh, right hip was uh, fused i was diagnosed uh, by this <clears throat> at that time i was uh, thinking that it's a stretch in uh, pull in uh, nerve system or that's uh, that was the explanation given by some doctor mm-hmm. that it must be a pull in uh, uh, in muscle or uh, in nerve system so muscle relaxer were given to me but it doesn't work and then <clears throat> i was uh, uh, i was really uh, uh, very depressed with that condition because i was unable to take a single step from my bed and then i was suggested to take uh, um acupressure and that helped me a lot and after acupressure and then uh, uh, reiki reiki is a yeah. treatment touch therapy treatment yeah uh, yeah many of uh, the viewers might not know about that but you can search in yeah uh, net that it's a quite yeah. different kind of uh, uh, treatment but it's really helpful for my condition yeah uh, so i started to work yeah. Work. yeah go on chill yeah. go on yeah uh, i started working uh, with that treatment of only and uh, i was uh, unable to sleep uh, in the attack of 2015 i was unable to sleep for 7 uh, days and 7 night i was in such a severe pain so uh, at that time uh, my father's friend were practicing that reiki and acupressure both they mm-hmm. came and uh, gave me both at the same time 
when they were mm-hmm. giving that i first slept that night and mm-hmm. that was my <clears throat> motivation to go to that side of the treatment mm-hmm. before that i didn't know about this kind of treatment also available here mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. the audience must uh, get some idea about all this kind of alternative therapies uh, see guys uh, be it reiki therapy be it acupressure or acupuncture uh these are quite effective in some kind of particular uh, diseases i will say uh, inflammatory and uh, uh, diseases which have uh, pain associated with them be it uh, spondylitis uh, be it shoulder pain uh, be it frozen shoulder or some kind of inflammatory conditions uh, which are associated with various uh, rheumatological conditions be it arthritis ankylosing spondylitis and uh, just like chinmay mentioned uh, there are a lot of practitioners of uh, acupressure acupuncture and uh, reiki in our society so another piece of advice uh, before you have a therapy with them uh, do look for their certifications and licenses so that uh, you are not cheated and uh, you don't land up uh, on the wrong hands but yes i always say that uh, do practice evidence based medicine and coming back to reiki what happens is that it is a uh, it has got its origin from japan just like acupuncture has got its origin from china so in acupuncture they use uh, small needles and they used to press uh, some points in the body because uh, some points have got uh, associations with particular organs in reiki what they used to do is that uh, they try to heal the body by the use of energy so that can be any kind of form of energy but uh, mainly they use their hands and uh, for more uh, knowledge you can just uh, have a look at the youtube and google and i hope uh, you guys will have a great learning there but uh, i repeat that uh, before you go to a therapist like this kind of uh, therapist do check their licenses and uh, accreditations that's my piece of advice yeah mm. so us uh, anything else sir? no no you can go on okay Uh, so how was your medi- medication adversely affecting uh, the whole of your body like you were on steroids and a lot of medications you were taking yeah mm, yeah some of the medicines adv- uh, adversely affected by uh, affecting my eyes mm-hmm. and uh, sometime i got r- rashes in my hands and uh, back side of um, back side also mm-hmm. and us uh, uh, that produces a uh, uh, different body order also mm-hmm. and those are some kind of uh, <coughs> side effects i got from the medicines um, some medicines uh, uh, made my uh, uh, vision blurred mm. uh, and also uh, red red uh, reddish red eye red eye yeah yeah Okay. So yeah, to add on to it, uh, what happens is that uh, you take any medication. These medications uh, don't have a hundred percent activity on a particular receptor. They act on multiple receptors. So what happens is that uh, if a medication uh, has to act on a receptor, you say uh, A for apple. So and it has sensitivity to act on B and C receptor simultaneously. So what will happen is that if a person requires a drug only to act on A receptor. the drug will be simultaneously acting on b and c receptor so the patient might have a symptomatic relief from the symptoms due to the a receptor but but might land up with adverse effects or what we call generally a side effects 
for B and C receptors. So for the audiences, uh, for any medication you take, uh, you have side effects, but uh, there are some documented side effects. So just like uh, now you, you all listen about the trials going for the vaccines. For the drugs, there has been a lot of trials going on before any approval by the uh, FDA or uh, Drug Controller of India. So you must keep in mind that uh, while you are taking a drug, you must go through the uh, knowledge about the drug. What are the expected side effects? If you're experiencing that kind of side effect, that is not a cause of much worry. But yes, if the side effects or there is some kind of effect on your body, which is not documented, or it is it has been documented under high risk category, then you must be uh, very alarmed about your condition and you must land up immediately into an emergency or casualty of a hospital. Yeah, coming back to Chinmay. Yeah, Chinmay. Uh, so uh, can you tell more about a kind of, uh, because uh, in India, the expenditure we have on healthcare is mostly out of the pocket because uh, the insurance, yes, many people have it, but they do, they do take care of surgeries and stuff. But uh, for these kind of OPD consultations or be it uh, the medications, so how did you manage and uh, till now how user experience as a customer uh, for the pharmaceutical industry how much was your cost hmm. for this kind of medications yeah uh, at first uh, my operation was fully uh, fully covered in uh, the insurance as my father is working in a uh, corporate bank and yeah. uh, so i was insured in that uh, that was around my uh, single side operation was costing around 3.5 lakhs yeah. in um, and yeah. that was 90% was covered in that um, insurance so it was uh, quite easy to manage but yeah. if a person is not having an insurance and he mm -hmm. goes to those kind of corporate hospitals he won't yeah. be able to manage his expenditures yeah <laughs> And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good uh, that you answered so well. Uh, I just wanted to know about the drugs part uh, because I was actually asking about the drugs you mentioned that before the surgery, your surgery happened in 2019. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, the audience must remember that uh, Chinmay has undergone two surgeries. Uh, that is both side hip replacement has been done. The first one has been done in 2019. The second one in August 2020. And yes. uh, both the surgeries, I guess, were uh, covered under insurance. So for the surgery part, he was quite relaxed from financial point of view. But I was Chinmay asking about the pre-2019 era, you can say. Means before 2019, yeah. all the kind of treatment, all the kind of OPDs, uh, consultations and the medications. So how was the financial part affected uh, for your family and how, how much tough it was to handle this kind of uh, expenses? And about the Reiki therapy, the acupuncture, yeah. the other modalities you tried, be it uh, Ayurveda, homeopathy, yeah. The expenditure, how can you explain the average expenditure you had with all these? Yeah, before the surgery, I was uh, not taking, just before around two years, I have left all the medicines uh, yeah. because I was, uh, you can say that uh, I was uh, frustrated by taking all those medicines regularly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, I was just taking an uh, anti-inflammatory if I required any time uh, because sometime it was having uh, I was having uh, more stiffness 
to relax those muscles i used to take uh, uh, medicines once or twice a week yeah. only muscle relaxers but mm-hmm. uh, regular uh, medis- medication it was around costing me around 2 uh, 2500 to 3000 a month okay uh, and, and the therapy uh, you tried yeah and the therapy we take you pressure reiki yeah.
I searched for the best option. Uh, my father also researched for the best uh, uh, surgeon in the town, so in Odisha. Uh, and uh, I was really inspired by my physio. Uh, he is uh, Samit Kuntia, and he really supported me throughout my operation, pre-operation and post-operation, and during the operation. He was my, mm -hmm. one of the main motivators and mm -hmm. my father was a big support for me. And okay, and two, yeah, 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 Chinmay. So, uh, uh, so you added about your physio. So your physio is from or trained from Ultapur, I guess? Yes, yes. Yeah, for the audiences, uh, the physio he's talking about is trained from one of the prime institutes. Uh, uh, it's SV Nitar in Oltapur. It's one of the oldest institutes and comes under a national institute for rehab. And it has been uh, producing a good amount of uh, rehab therapists, uh, be it uh, physios, be it occupational therapists. And also now adding on to it, uh, it has also got a very good uh, rehab department. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, so Chinmay, tell me more about... Um, the journey uh, means uh, the kind of psychological effect uh, you have gone through these uh, three years from the period of 2016 to 19th, when yeah. every time you are deciding that, yes, I should go for surgery or I shouldn't, and uh, whether to go back to a greater life, well, what kind of mindset you have during those three years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in 2016, I was not prepared. Then gradually, I got uh, frustrated from the way of life I was going through. So yeah. uh, in 2000, uh, many uh, many times my friend would uh, um, plan for a trip uh, on bike, and I was not able to do that. That was a main uh, motivator, you can say. That was a drawback for me, but that inspired me. That yes, I should go for that. And then I started surfing for uh, the results after hip replacement. I also uh, uh, seen the videos of the patients who have uh, gone uh, undergone those uh, hip replacements and what are their recovery time, uh, what kind of treatment they undergo, what exercises and what uh, a person is after the uh, surgery and uh, mm -hmm. I was <clears throat> looking into the doctors who are um, doctors who are uh, 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 who are best uh, surgeons in uh, Odisha as well as out of Odisha mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. I was uh, looking for that and uh, in YouTube I got uh, uh, many of uh, the options from the yeah. Um, yeah. Um, surgical fraternity, yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, I was mainly motivated by the videos of uh, Dr. Ashwini Maichan, and he's where I was planning to uh, got up, uh, to get operated there in Delhi, but mm -hmm. it was feasible for me and my family to go there and get a operation there <clears throat> but uh, then we uh, searched around here in Odisha and <laughs> we got uh, uh, the contact of Dr. Sunil Kumar Das 
and uh, he is uh, he is a replacement specialist and he yes. has completed his uh, uh, his fellowship from australia and he is specialist in fractures and uh, replacements hmm. so uh, i was quite confident after talking to him that yes he can do this and i will get a better life after the after the operation okay that's great uh, so, so for the audiences uh, i will demonstrate a small uh, session uh, why it's important to get a replacement surgery uh, joint replacement in ankylosing spondylitis is that uh, for example uh, you can see that this is a spectacle box and uh, this has got a joint in between so i can just open it up and close down wherever i want so in ankylosing spondylitis what happens is that there is an inflammatory condition and uh, there is you can say a fevicol or something like that that joins up and uh, the joint is for mobility and either if for example there is joining now uh, the specs can the spec box can be closed and in case uh, you can see that uh, if in a closed state it has been joined then it can be opened up so the same happens with patients of uh, various arthritis and ankylosing spondylitis mainly that their hips uh, in the hip the pelvic bone and the hip bone uh, you can say the femur and the the pelvic bone the joint uh, that uh, chenmay was talking about the ball and socket they join together fuse together and resulting in that the patient has no mobility at the level of hip some patients might land up with uh, vertebrae that is the spinal cord uh, bones uh, joining in and uh, that results in a bamboo spine kind of thing just like in bamboo we have uh, multiple landmarks uh, linings so you can check that uh, what happens is that in vertebra there is a movement happening but uh, if it joins then it can't move so that happens i hope uh, chinmay has got a further future good course and uh, it doesn't lands up much with uh, bamboo spine so i hope uh, his physios will take care of that and uh, mr uh yeah so any any message for your physio special message chirman yeah i was <clears throat> i'm very thankful to my physio that he motivated me for the uh, uh, for the operation and to get a better life and yes i am experiencing a much better life than the previous uh, which i was going through a previous uh, sorry prior to my operation at that time i was not able to move around or walk for a distance of uh, just 100 meters also mm. now I, if you tell me now i can walk a kilometer and much more mm. if i want but mm -hmm. uh, i am very thankful for my physio that he helped me and motivated me um, for the operation to get a better life yeah So Chinmay, how much the operation costed? Uh, both the hips adding together. Uh, it was around seven uh, lakhs. Seven lakhs, uh, and ninety uh, percent of it was co uh, covered yeah. with your insurance. Covered by um, uh, in my uh, around six lakh, or uh, it was covered uh, uh, under uh, under my insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay okay uh, and uh, how was your experience particularly at the hospital level 
बिकॉज अमरी इज अ बिग कॉर्पोरेट हॉस्पिटल फॉर द ऑडियंसेस अमरी इज अ कॉर्पोरेट हॉस्पिटल ग्रुप मेनली हैविंग इट ब्रांचेस इन वेस्ट बंगाल एंड उड़ीसा सो इट हैज गॉट वन ऑफ द प्राइम हॉस्पिटल लोकेशन इन भुवनेश्वर एंड चिन्मय इज ऑल्सो लकी टू बींग ऑपरेटेड बाई वन ऑफ द एमिनेंट सर्जन प्रैक्टिसिंग ऑर्थोपेडिक सर्जन या चिन्मय वट वॉज द एक्सपीरियंस एट अमरी एज अ पेशेंट it was a very good opera, uh, very good uh, uh, experience during the operation pre operation and post operation also uh, it yeah. was quite a uh, great uh, positive <coughs> experience from uh, the staff and also from doctor side and staff also yeah. they used to clean up my clean up my room regularly and also uh, during the pandemic i got operated and that was a <coughs> that was quite uh, good uh, quite good experience that yeah. they used maintain all kind of safety uh, safety measures uh, mm-hmm. in covid time mhm okay and uh, about the 